so exactly what happened in Arizona? Well, we're going to talk about that and more on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hockey fans, Eric Lindsay Ayala coming to you for this Monday episode of Locked On Kraken. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Kraken your first listen of the day. Um, yeah, I was at a loss. (laughs) You saw the short that I did on social media. This was a ugly, ugly loss five to four against the Arizona coyotes. Now I guess we'll start with the good. Um, and I want to give a shout out. I'm going to be following, uh, Andy Ide's work over at the sound of hockey, but, um, The Seattle Kraken actually were up two to nothing in the first 59 seconds against the Arizona Coyotes on Saturday. Um, Their uh, first two goals in the first 59 seconds of the game uh, makes them the first, uh, here we go, another first, uh, the first road team uh, to do so since the St. Louis Blues beat Anaheim on January 30th, 2004. So not the first ever, but the first in quite some time. And it was good to see the scoring get going. Unfortunately, the Seattle Kraken did not maintain the lead and actually conceded a goal by, you know, the first three minutes. We had a goalie change. We had a 2-1 score, three goals overall in the game. It was just absolutely wild. It was absolutely wild. And it would just continue to get wild. The Seattle Kraken ended up scoring three goals in the first frame. The Coyotes scored that one. Uh, In the second frame, the Yotes, uh, they were able to get a second goal. So 3-2. And then the Coyotes scored three goals in the third frame. Uh, The Kraken scored one. 5-4 Five to four is your score. Jordan Everly, Yanni Gord, and Nathan Bastion were the Seattle Kraken players to score in the first period. Nathan Bastion gets his first Seattle Kraken goal, another first, so we can talk about that. Jordan Everly staying hot, six goals now on the season. And it was Gio that got the final goal uh, that tied it actually at four, but unfortunately just seconds later the Seattle Kraken let up the lead we're going to talk about goaltending in a little bit but let's hear from Dave Haxtell what was the issue well I mean there were a lot of them but uh here's Dave Haxtell pretty much summarizing how he saw the game so overall uh you know they're in in some critical areas um you know our our focus is not there you look at the third goal um, you know, a pass out play from underneath our goal line. We got the next three or four people back, um, but our awareness wasn't there. That's that's indicative of a couple of the goals against. Our awareness wasn't there, and Dave said a few other things, uh, including what I said. It was a disappointing game. 
Um, our focus was not there. You talked you talked just about uh, just now about awareness, communication being an issue. If you if you watch the show, you know I talk about communication all of the time. Far post, weak side, helping Gruby out, not happening. Although positioning on defense was an issue, and actually some people in the scrum are starting to ask about this, which I personally really appreciate, but that wasn't the biggest issue. Um, I want to talk about goaltending coming up in the next segment, but other things, um, you know, didn't like the completeness that has not been able to put together a complete game. Dave Haxtell said, uh, we didn't make them work hard enough. And I think that's a fantastic point. The Seattle Kraken were able to get some goals on the board and then I don't know, absent minded, lack of focus, taking it for granted, whatever. But they almost felt impenetrable. Like, you know, Arizona, maybe given their record, which again, they were winless in case you didn't watch the locked on now that I did winless. We gave Arizona their first, there goes some more first. We gave Arizona their first win. And I think again, sound of hockey did a great job. Andy, i wrote this and I'm going to read the opener here and you should read the entire article. Quote, it's been a season of firsts for the Seattle Kraken, but being the first team to lose to the Arizona Coyotes was not the first they wanted any part of. But that's what happened at Gila River Arena Saturday as the Kraken, 4-7-1, raced to a 3-1 lead in the first period and then were outscored 4-1 in the rest of the way for Arizona, 1-10-1 to win 5-4. It was a loss for the expansion team that could only be described as bad. It was bad. It was really, really, really bad. And coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I want to talk a little bit about goaltending. I have talked a little bit about Philip Grubauer, but some of these goals, um, I don't know. I, I want you to be the judge, and I want to know what you think. Uh, about some of these goals, but we'll talk about it coming up. But first, I want to tell you about Direct TV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together, and that is Direct TV Stream. It brings all of your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so that you can watch your favorite sports, movies, shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy a device, another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can find out more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. And remember, compatible device is required and content varies by package. But I also want to tell you about how you can get your business together. And that comes from making sure that you are hiring the right people. Uh, you need a hiring partner that gets what you really want, uh, a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible. Uh, because that's what you need to attract, interview, and hire all of the right people and Indeed has got your back. Don't struggle on your own to find quality candidates. Indeed can help you hire the right people right now. 
and Indeed makes it easy for star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. Assessments make the interview process smoother for everyone. Talent doesn't need to prove themselves again, and you dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. So get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on. Get a $75 credit at indeed.com slash locked on. Again, that's indeed.com backslash locked on. The offer is valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Okay. So I want to talk about Philip Grubauer for a moment here. I want to pull up these stats. Uh, Philip Grubauer, um, saw 21 shots, saved 17 of them. That's a 0.773 save percentage. That is not great. Not great. Unlike the Coyotes, the Seattle Kraken did not make a goalie change, so it was groovy all the way. All five of those goals um, were his. Now, um, there's two of them that I really want to talk about. The power play goal by Kessel is one of them. Um, and I think it was Kraus, the final goal as well. There were two goals. I don't remember if it was Kraus. Well, actually, I think it was Kraus, but not his final goal. It was the third goal right before Kessel, I think. But um, Kraus had two goals, and it was definitely Kessel, and I believe Kraus, that beat Grubauer five hole. Now on the power play, you know, you've got people shuffling around. It's tough to begrudge a goalie for giving up a power play goal, but here's the thing. Gruby got beat five hole twice. Both times he was squared up to the shooter. And from what I could tell, probably had a decent, maybe not the clearest, but had a decent look at the shot. I just didn't make the save just didn't make the save. Um, Grubauer looked a little out of sorts to me. Um, and I saw a tweet. I forget if it was Christina Rutherford or someone else, another reporter, saying that they remember speaking to Grubauer in Colorado and saying that, hey, he knew that it was on him to kind of get settled into the team and it was something that he was working through. If this is kind of a history where Grubauer takes a little time to get acclimated. That's tough for Seattle right now. You, Chris Drieger just coming back from injury. They already sent Joey Decord down and Joey's, you know, given Seattle what he could, but when you have defensive breakdowns and lapses, just absent minded defense is really tough for a goalie like Joey to give you what you need. You need a goalie that can stand on their head. I, Knew that Grubauer was hot and cold coming over from Colorado. I think we're getting the cold version of Grubauer. Uh, we saw a little bit, some twinkles, if you will, a sparkle here and there in um, the preseason. But I I don't know that we've seen a, a, a great game necessarily from Grubauer. And you wonder what the team can do, what Gruby can do right now just to get the feel back. Uh, do you just work through it? Does he take some time off? But two of those goals being five hole and him being squared up to the shooter, uh, that's just, 
that seems like a goalie that's a little out of sorts to me. And that's going to be tough for the Seattle Kraken team because they need Gruby down this stretch. We're going to talk about the schedule coming up next, but you know, it's, it's really, really, really tough. Um, it's, it's really tough to see that, uh, that from, from what I see, uh, Grubauer is not the, the goaltender that I think the Seattle Kraken needed him to be, or wanted him to be off the, off the jump. And, you know, that, that makes you wonder I, and you can't really play shoulda, coulda, woulda, because would Chris Drieger have gotten injured if Grubauer was? And you can't really do that. You know, it's tough, but it does make you wonder what the long-term solution is goaltending-wise because we had heard from Ron Francis that this was going to be a little bit of, you know, by committee and that both goaltenders were going to split time. Maybe it's time if Drieger is ready. Maybe it's time to give Drieger the, the the start and give Grubauer a little bit of a rest if that was the plan anyway. But I, I just wonder if, and again, it's hard because we've seen Joey Decord in there, but I just, I'm not liking it. I'm not feeling comfortable and confident in what I'm seeing in Grubauer. And I think the Arizona game, he and the defense just not focused, just not focused. Uh, it's really hard to, explain it in any other way, but that there was an absolute lack of focus in this game. And it's, it's not great. It's not great for the Seattle Kraken team because they have a schedule that's going to be brutal. It's going to be a tough schedule coming up for the Seattle Kraken. And uh, we're going to get into that on this show. But before we do that, um, hello, have we seen the um let me pull it up here for you but have we seen these uh logos for the Coachella Valley Thunder or excuse me Firebirds I was close folks I said it was going to be Phoenix but I said Firebird a few times so I I think it all counts but yeah it's the Firebirds. You know I'm excited about that. Like totally taking it to a different level just because it's a little bit depressing to keep talking about that Arizona game. But uh, I want to show you my reaction to the Thunderbirds. Or excuse me, why do I keep saying Thunderbirds? We already have the Thunderbirds. To the Firebirds coming to Coachella Valley. So let's play that. This is a Locked On Now that went up on Friday. What's up, Seattle Kraken hockey fans? In case you missed it, the news recently dropped that our AHL affiliate in Coachella Valley is officially called the Firebirds. Now, I was close. I said Phoenix made a lot of sense. Desert fire. We heard a caw noise at the end of the teaser video. Well, it wasn't Phoenix. It wasn't singular, but it is the Firebirds, all part of the same family. You see that the blue in the eye of the Firebird matches the blue of the Seattle Kraken. I love the imagery. I love that we're keeping it in the mythical creature family. 
and I cannot wait to cover the Coachella Valley Firebirds as part of our daily coverage over on Locked on Kraken. And I'm showing you here now, just look at that logo. Ah, oh, Firebirds. And if you see the blue that's in the eye of the Firebird, that's the blue from the Seattle Kraken. I absolutely love this. I love it so much. I couldn't stop posting about it. Let's see what else I posted because I know I posted a bunch here. Um, it just, what's oh, up? That's me again. Look, look at that. I mean, do you see this blue here? The blue again, matching the Seattle Kraken blue. I love the story. Um, I love the story here, uh, about the firebirds. The design of the bird uses a similar beveling technique as the Seattle Kraken's S logo as another visual tie to the team's parent NHL organization, which has further been carried out into the team's wordmark. In embracing the team's roots in Coachella Valley, the type design embodies mid-century modern design aesthetic for which the Valley has become world famous. For the secondary logo, the Firebirds looked into its home for inspiration, featuring a palm tree against a field of mountains, showcasing the iconic landscape of the Coachella Valley. Uh, and so let me pull that one up for you. I think I have it here. Ooh, I love that logo. It's breathing fire. You've got the blue. All right, here is, yeah, here's the palm tree logo. So again, that's the secondary logo. Um, this is no ordinary palm tree, however. It has nine fronds one for each city in the valley, uniting us all together under one banner. Hmm. Additionally, as a part of its commitment to inclusivity, the primary and secondary Firebird logos will be included in a special color, in special color variants for friends, families, and neighbors in the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, I, I absolutely love this. I absolutely think it's so awesome. And I cannot wait to get some gear. Um, let me, I do want to show you the Pride logo so you can see it. Um, I, I haven't posted this one yet. I was having a little bit of trouble uh, downloading it, but let's see. Yeah, there we go. So Firebirds. That was the best news of the weekend, in my opinion, uh, in my humble opinion, because, yeah, the Seattle Kraken did not play great. Um, so at least we have the Firebirds, right? I mean, look at that logo. It's so cool. All right. Uh, other things, though, I talked about it being a mythical creature. I am super into the legend of the Phoenix, like the legend of the Phoenix. That's like a song. But um, the story here just being that this Seattle Kraken team is coming from the depths. You have now the Coachella Firebirds that are in, uh, you know, the, the valley. And, um, you know, here's what, here's what they have. Uh, they say the desert has long been considered a foreboding ground. Maybe that's what has drawn so many adventurous spirits into it this sublime landscape where some saw vast tracts of sand, others saw an oasis. 
Armed with resolve, endurance, and a deep resilience, the desert empire of Coachella Valley rose from the valley floor. So if you're familiar with a phoenix or a firebird, a phoenix rises from the ashes. So those who call the valley home speak of its incredible power, both beautiful and dangerous. So it's playing on that element of beauty, um, mystery, and like danger, uh, which I think is cool. The mountain hills don't talk in this place. They howl. Ooh. No one enters the valley and leaves unchanged. Phoenix or a firebird also represents transformation. So they're nailing it when it comes to the story. Is that going to mean they have a successful hockey team? I don't know. If the Seattle Kraken are any indication, especially after that Arizona game, the answer is no. But maybe I'm just being a little bit salty. But I like I like this. I like this story. Um People are welcome from near and far to experience. Well, let me just show you what I'm reading, actually. So it's not just me reading it, um, but you can see what they're talking about. Okay. Uh, now a fiery new spirit awakens in this desert empire, a regal legend infused with the power and strength needed to ignite fire ignite the passion of the people and players has made Coachella Valley home. It's time for the firebirds to take flight and unite the power of fire and ice for the nine cities of the Coachella Valley. It's time to rise. Rise, Phoenix rising. Oh, I love it so much. They're hitting all the notes for me. It's time for Coachella Valley's first professional sports franchise to take flight, introducing the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Um, and so just another look. I've shown this for the Seattle Kraken. They kind of have some words. The Firebird code is very similar. Um, in the same vein, we hold ourselves to the highest standard. We aspire to be champions in everything we do. Excellence. We choose to do the right things, even if the path, even if it's the hardest path, we are undaunted by challenging odds. Courage. We honor the game, the Coachella Valley, and our business by living, working, and playing with integrity. Respect. Embracing different backgrounds, experiences, and ideas make us stronger diversity. We are many souls, but one spirit. Our unity is our source of strength. I mean, it's just like the hold fast, stay true, the depths. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I think that the Oakview group, Seattle Hockey Partners are nailing it when it comes to brand identity. And again, you kind of see all of the, the different brands, the primary logo, the secondary logo with the, and then just the word mark. I really like it. I really, really like it. I cannot wait to buy all of the gear. It's going to be fantastic. And um, maybe it'll be something to look forward to. But coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I brought out my handy, my handy dandy schedule because I mentioned about a week or two, I guess, before we got started on this road trip and we knew Arizona was coming. We knew Vegas was coming. We needed to get some wins. We needed to get some wins, and that did not happen, particularly uh, against Arizona. To get the win against Buffalo, but we have to collect some wins because it's only going to get harder from here. And I know I talked about goaltending, but if Gruby can't kind of get into the feel of the Seattle crack and pace and game, or if mentally he just needs a little rest, that's going to be tough because Chris Drieger or whomever else they have in goal is really going to be facing up against some stiff competition. But we'll talk about that coming up next on Locked on Kraken. But 
I want to remind you, and I guess thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen, but let's head over to Built Bar. I've told you before, I love the holiday season coming up, including Thanksgiving. I'm a big snacker. Uh, I love desserts and snacks and sides, so Thanksgiving is all about the sides. I can actually do without turkey. I find it very dry. I don't know about you, but turkey's not my jam, but I'm all about the sides and all the fixins. but we also know it's high in calories. So what I'm going to do this season and what I hope you will also do is pack some built bars. So anytime I want to take a slice, an extra slice of pie, apple pie is my favorite. Maybe I grab a built bar instead. So I'm saving myself anywhere from, you know, 270 calories or so for a 300 calorie slice of pie versus a really great built bar that's uh, low in carbs, low in sugar, but high in protein. And is covered in 100% chocolate, so I still get my little dessert fix. Built Bar is the great option for when you're hungry. And if Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, as it is the case for me, why don't you grab yourself a Built Bar or two for the road, get yourself ready for the holiday season. And don't forget to share some with your family. I do that all the time. My sister loves the coconuts. Um, I am personally into the cookie dough chunk flavor that came out a little while ago. But they're going to be more surprises. I don't, I don't know if anyone's going to top cookie dough chunk for me, but all month there will be limited time flavors arriving at built.com. And we want you to be ready, whether it's for Thanksgiving or for Black Friday sales online or otherwise. So we want you to, when you head over to built.com to put in your order of built bar, use promo code locked. 15 for 15% off your next order. That's promo code locked15 at built.com. All right, folks, let's talk about the schedule. Um, we have tomorrow, it's the Golden Knights. And the Las Vegas Golden Knights, we know, of course, are in our division. They're currently fifth in the division, and they're at 500 exactly with a 6-6 six and six record. Then after that, we play Anaheim, who's third in the division, with a 6-4 and four record. Also, um, well, they're not at 500, but they're over 500. After that, we play the team that's number one in the central division, the Wild, at 8-3. and three. Now, we did beat Minnesota, so that's good. Um, and we get to see them. Uh, we get to see them at home again. Both Anaheim and Minnesota, we get to see at home. But then it's uh, Chicago, and of these teams, looking at, of course, just where we're at with the standings, Chicago is the team that we should beat. We probably could get another win against Minnesota if we played the way we did before, but who knows? There's a lot of inconsistency with the Seattle Kraken team and at least looking at the score or excuse me, looking at the, the, the current record, uh, Minnesota should be able to take care of us, but we'll see what happens there. But um, Chicago, Minnesota and Vegas. All right. So I know a lot of people have been calling this the return to skate gate, that kicking motion. What? That was so wild. That was such crap that no one in the NHL knows what a kicking motion is. But even in that game, it was the first game of, of the season. Um, so there's that. Have the Seattle Kraken improved? There's a part of me that wants to say yes. And there's a part of me that at minimum has to say, I don't know. I really don't know. 
if the Seattle Kraken has learned from the, that game and all of the other losses and even some of the wins, I don't know right now. The Seattle Kraken sit at the bottom of the Pacific Division with a 4-7-1 and one record sitting at nine points. We're the only team in the Pacific Division that has not gotten to double digits. That's brutal. That's brutal. The Kings and the Canucks sit with 11 points, the Golden Knights with 12, the Sharks with 13, and then the separation really comes with the Ducks, who have 15 points, the Flames that have 17 points, and the Oilers, excuse me, sitting at the top of the table with 18 points. It's going to be a tough go. So after this week, which ends on Saturday with Minnesota, um, I mentioned Chicago is next week, Wednesday, and then it's Colorado. It's Colorado. They don't have a winning record right now. They're four, five, and one. Also have nine points right now. Um, but it's going to be a tough go. And Seattle has not been consistent. We don't know what team is going to show up. Uh, I'm not confident in what's happening in defense. And I think that Grubauer needs to figure some things out. Is it that he has to work through what he's going through? Is it that he needs a break? We know that, again, I mentioned it earlier in the show that Ron Francis said that this was going to be a team that was going to use both of their goalies, just knowing that it was a return to a full season. Is it time for Gruby to take a break? But then that leaves you with Drieger, who's coming back from injury. Is he ready? We know that he's been practicing, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I just saw I just saw that we have some folks watching live. Sorry, I wasn't looking at the um, chat here, but um, I know I was so I was so very close. Right. When it came to the name, <laughs> I was so close when it came to the name. I was a little bit bummed that I didn't nail it. There were a few times, though, that I did say Firebirds, so I take that as a win, but it's not completely accurate, just like our defense is not completely sound, and just like Grubauer is not completely what we need right now. Uh, inverted Kraken. Yeah, it that's what it kind of feels like. I'm, I totally missed this in the last segment. Um, so... Yeah, it's an inverted Kraken, so it's coming from water to fire. The colors are inverted, so instead of the blue being the focal point in the Firebirds logo, it's the red, which, of course, is the eye in the Kraken. And so, yes, everything is inverted. And when do they start to play? So right now, uh, I've had Tara Black from our AHL affiliate, which is the Charlotte Checkers. We're sharing an AHL affiliate with the Florida Panthers for this season because the Coachella Valley um, – the arena is not ready yet. A lot of that had to do with COVID and a few other things, but so we're set to hit the ice in, uh, 2022, 23. So next season. Um, so yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Thank you so much for joining live on YouTube. I'm doing these live on YouTube. We're having a little bit of an issue on the back end. Um, so I'm like, eh, just go live and you'll get to see all my, quirkiness in real time. Um, anyway, it's going to be a tough go for the Seattle Kraken. I, 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 I need to see a little bit of something from, I need some excitement. I need, you know, I was talking about this. I was doing, I did a trip because I was calling some women's hockey games and I was talking about baseball and I talked about, there was this time when things just weren't going right. And so to 
kind of energize the team, what we would do is we would line up all the bats, line them up on the, on the, on the fence, and then someone would knock them over. We call it waking up the bats. The Seattle Kraken need to wake up the bats. I mean, it's not bats because it's hockey. Wake up the sticks. Uh, wake up the defense. Like, what would be the version of waking up the defense? But something needs to change here. We're not I'm, – I'm not giving them a pass anymore that this is a growing franchise expansion team. You know why? Because it's not that – the effort is there and it's bad bounces. That's not what's happening. Has it happened? I mean, I talked about Skategate. Yes. Has it happened with Seattle? Yes. But that's not what's happening. Again, you talk, you hear what Haxtell said. Our focus was not there. You can't have that. So there's something that has to be done. Each individual player and the coaching staff has to figure out, do they have to kind of be a hard ass and really light into the team and wake them up that way? Or do they need to step back? Is there a fatigue that is uh, seeping into the mental game of this team? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. It could uh, it very well be a combination of both, and it might vary from player to player, but you have to figure that out. Because at the end of the day, the performance isn't there. And I'm not willing to lean on, oh, this is an expansion team. They're new because we've seen them be productive. So something's got to give. Someone's got to wake up the bats. And I look forward to who it's going to be. That's, you know, I talk a lot about Allison Lucan and that article that she did on leadership. Now's where you got to lean on your leadership. Who's going to either by example or by taking people to the side or, uh, you know, by what they say, fiery speech in the locker room, who's going to take responsibility, own it, put it on their shoulders and help everyone else through. Who's going to be that person? I think Mark Giordano getting that goal, getting the equalizer 4-4 against Arizona is a good example of a leader taking, taking the reins, saying, hey, we're not done yet. Uh, I, I liken it to Candace Parker. She knew exactly what to say uh, when it came to the Chicago sky. Sometimes she needed to get in their face. Other times it's like, hey, we're okay. We're okay. Who's going to do that for the Seattle Kraken? I guess we'll find out. But thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken your first listen. Now make sure you are good to go when it comes to your fantasy hockey league and you can listen to locked on fantasy hockey that is with our host scott cullen to make sure that you have everything that you need to win your fantasy league and like everything else on the locked on podcast network it is absolutely free for you until tomorrow we'll be getting ready for a game day i'm your host erica Lindsay ayala telling you to hold fast Stay true. Let's go Kraken and let's go Firebirds.